I'm recording. I am recording. I am now recording. recording. I am recording. I am now recording. 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 All right. All this. Yeah. I'm going to try and sing that up. <laughs> Previously on the Danger Club podcast. Lay down. Let me lay hands upon no, you. Babe, it's a bit. It's a bit awkward right now. Everyone's watching. Shut up and take the wound. <laughs> <thing, okay? laughs> you cover yourself in Drake dung. I can walk amongst the jungle things now. Oh, oh! Thank God, an earth elemental has attacked my farm. We're gonna need a couple of buckets of water. <laughs> this is the episode, guys. This is the episode. <laughs> Don't throw those bloody spears at me. <laughs> uh, nice. Have you got problems with a sickness or a plague around these parts? The adventure continues now. We're rolling, you mutes. <laughs> Uh, James, Drum, look, can I ask? Monkey. Yeah, go on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've seen a pair of tiny symbols. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can, I, can I ask? Yeah. Why is your Zoom name Shania Shame? I don't know, because it sounds like Shania Rain, but, you know, it's different, <laughs> and I thought you might ask me about it. I said, Shania shame, shame your new sort of daytime TV program where people come on and, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you shame like cowboy builders and stuff. And- so you think that it is okay to have slept <laughs> with her when you knew that she was having shame. your baby? No, shame. And then the whole audience goes, like, yeah, shame, shame, shame. Start ringing a bell, start ringing a bell. Shame, shame, shame. 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 I he just stands there with a bad look on her face like, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. I thought it was more like like a romantic like one of those um those novels that you get like kind of you know mills romantic romantic like kind of titillating Shania novels shame yeah Shania's shame <laughs> she was a spiky drow princess <laughs> yeah yeah he was the pool cleaning uh, uh, the pool cleaning horrid. yeah yeah she lives in a big old mansion and then uh, she like drops a tissue oh oh dear i seem to have dropped uh, my shawl upon the ground uh excuse me Caragos a pool boy Put he has up for he, me i mean he's a I mean, strapping I, farm boy that is so ripped and cares about animals but has never experienced true love. <laughs> <laughs> and he's yeah. willing to pick up Shania's old tissue. I mean, my tissue. I'm oh, like, no, I've dropped my She knows this tissue. love is forbidden <laughs> and that it will That's never go anywhere. For you. <laughs> and that a drow husband will return from overseas one day. But for now, it's <laughs> divine. Shania Shane. <laughs> Shania Shane. Uh, also, sounds like a perfume. Lying if we didn't think if we didn't uh, think if we said we didn't think the podcast was going that way anyway. <laughs> Shania Shame will be coming up at some point around episode one fifty, I think. Until then, hello yeah. everyone and welcome to the Danger Club podcast. Hey, if you would like uh, us to all take parts in recording the very small novella uh, audiobook of Shania Shame, then let us know. We can make it a Patreon. Goal. Yes, we should totally. Yeah, we should improvise. Everyone improvises a chapter. A hundred percent. I think. I think uh, Ross was on something there as well. He mentioned perfume. Yeah. It's like, oh, it yeah, sounds like a perfume. Perfume. Shania Shame. Shania Shame. <laughs> we could do. Uh, yeah, yeah, James, you've got the voice for it at the moment. Actually, you've got the yeah, voice. I yeah, do. Yeah. I do. Poor Fem. Or, or any of them. <laughs> <laughs> Poor <like> angry monkey. <laughs> or non-genders. Or whatever. <laughs> Ross, um, actually, uh, you'd be on your way to making perfume because some of the ways that perfume is made involves um, uh, glands from inside of animals' bits, isn't it? That's how <gasps> yeah, some true. perfumes are made. Whoa. 
I, I'm, I wouldn't want to have the perfume made of the glands that came from a Drake's bottom. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what you call that. James, I, I, I hate to tell you, you might have already been using aftershave in your life that has been used, that has been touched by glands from an animal's bottom. Yeah, well, I, but the thing is, it depends on it. I don't think they would have poison glands up their bottom <laughs> unless it bit you with its bottom, which, you know, that would be that would be an interesting attack. Dan, can Drake's bite with their bottoms? You know what? I'm, you know what? I'm seeing Jason Ballman on Monday for this charity game, so uh, I'll ask him about uh, the poison glands in a you Drake's can, bottom. You can reference uh, the film Teeth and say, is it a thing? Should Drake's get anus teeth? Um, and, uh, anus teeth. And would that be a good thing? Poisonous anus teeth. Drake's ain't poisonous anus teeth would be a punk band. Oh my god! Thank I've you. got a buddy who writes those romance novels. Really? Um, has done a few because they're unbelievably easy to write, and all you need to do is like get some stock images off a like a, a website where you can just buy you know um, images and that put it together slap it on stick it on Amazon um, and like there are an infinite number of people usually in the midwest of America usually housewives who will purchase those books at a ravenous weirdly um, Holly uh, reads a lot of that kind of stuff it's not necessarily the sort of romancy stuff the the mystery stuff she Mm. loves a cozy mystery which Mm. is usually um, dealt with by old ladies like a gang of old ladies sort out yeah, yeah, a mystery, yeah. and the, and there's there's like 20, 30, 40 books in the like, uh, Jeez. you know, in the series. Like there's just loads of it. It's unbelievable. Well, when I was the, when I used to work in the libraries, like there were that was one of the most popular sections, and there was there's hundreds and hundreds of books. Like mm. people people just love them, and I think they're they're such an easy read as well. You can you can whiz through them. In a, in a couple of yeah. days like probably I, in an I afternoon so you can you know, go back and get more like people used to come up with like stacks of them and then bring them back every couple of weeks yeah I think I think Drum really sort of summed it up when he said cosy yeah. it's one of those books you just, <laughs> yeah. you just curl up by sort of in a chair and you just read a very non-threatening tale about a bunch of old ladies solving a murder you yeah. know what's going to happen again yeah like, you, you kind of yeah the ending is not going to be surprising or anything we yeah. used to um, I mean the um the, the 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 gang of old ladies solving mysteries. There's a lot of people who say that that's how D and D came about. The first D and D adventuring party was based on the Golden Girls. Amazing. <laughs> mm, yeah. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Are you serious about that? This, a lot of people say this. Yeah, a lot of people talk about Gygax and the really? original. Like, you know, I think jokingly he might reference something and be ah. like, "Yeah, the Golden Girls will make a good adventuring party." And people are like, "That's it." There's there's, there's a right. ton of memes based on the subject. There is a um, delightful there's a delightful role playing game called Brindlewood Bay, which is where you all play old a group of old ladies from the local uh, mystery club trying to solve mysteries in their hometown. Oh my god, like, right. We have to do oh, this. Holly's birthday is We sorted. have to do this. Yeah. I'll flash you the details yeah, for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, please. That would be terrific. Mm. And if anything has disproved those, it's it's been like Netflix output in the last year. Because every true crime show on Netflix is just like, what if some local people decided to try and come up with a solution to what this crime was? Mm. Oh, they made everything tremendously worse, and now some people are dead and someone's in hiding. Like, every one of those true crimes is just like, how did this murder happen? It's such a mystery. Here's what the internet thought. They persecuted some people. Turns out they just killed themselves. Oh, no one knows. Yeah. So what you're saying is the adventuring party turned up, tried to solve the problem, and made it worse? Like every single adventuring party, not, <laughs> not also including the Danger Club, and, and also it's it's the it's the suspension of disbelief because I think uh, she's come up before, but like obviously, you know, uh, Lansbury and Murder She Wrote 
she would be investigated by the FBI. Oh like my God, wherever yeah. she went, people died. And it's like, it's you. You're the only <laughs> linking factor between all of these random murders. No, 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 I just happened to be there. And then people die. <laughs> You're like, mm, and then I solved it. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, and then I solved it and moved on. She's never in the same place twice. She's a Why was murder she... she wrote and then buggered off. I mean, you say that. She lives in Cabot Cove. She solves a lot of the murders in Cabot Cove itself. You know, at heart, she's a home girl. You know what I mean? So, you know. I mean, I know she went off to New York and did a bunch of stuff. Do you guys haven't watched as much? Okay, no, that's okay. No, no, no. Don't worry. Um, <laughs> just going to pretend I never question, said John, any of that. But uh, when when she innocently went off to New York, was there a spate of murders? Yeah, yeah, weird. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> weird. <laughs> weird. <laughs> Isn't that right? <laughs> <laughs> and she, all, she, like, all the was... murders in Cabot Coast suddenly stopped happening. Yeah, she is a cleric for the god of murder. She is yeah. the avatar of destruction wherever she goes. She wreaks his bloody vengeance and does his will. I love, I love this Speaking idea. of people who leave a trail of bodies in their wake, but ultimately are really just a cosy bunch of homegirls, the Danger Club hey. have yep. arrived in Kibway. Kibway! Um, good segue to Kibway there. Well done. There we go. Nice. Nice. Kibway segue to Kibway. Yeah, Kibway Segway, Segway Kibway. Either way. All right. Um, Either way. We got so close to it. Such I, a song thought, waiting thought, to happen. I'm so sorry. But, yeah. <laughs> I'm on a Segway to Kibway. Any other way. I, I dreamt on a this. Segway. I dreamt this exact moment, man. Um, well, I was or, singing or, about I'm getting, Or I'm getting like super deja vu that there was this. Dan tried to tried to segue into something. And then I went, oh, good segue to Kibway. And then there was a song and, and we never really started the episode. Drum, is, that, is there a <laughs> Black cat around your because if so then we have to now watch out for agents. <laughs> oh yeah. Sorry, Dan, didn't mean to interrupt. Go on. That's fine, Drum. You're not dreaming that you may have experienced me trying to start an episode and us getting distracted before. That's Pretty. that's not deja vu. That's, every episode. that's the Danger Club Sorry. podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, say my notes for last week's episode were so they were literally just one line. They walked to Kibway. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and of course, I, I should have known that there would have been a battle with a stinky, dirty protest Fulton Elemental before we uh, we had that. Congratulations, Ross, on a uh, a very Fulton moment. Yep, keeping it highbrow, keeping it highbrow, <laughs> keeping it highbrow. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Uh, the worst thing is you weren't actually attacked by Drakes uh, on your way through, so you have no way of knowing whether or not Fulton's plan actually worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's true. It's true. Um, yeah, jungles. Well, I would. That's what Bear. Have you never seen Bear Grylls? He says that in his in his shows. Cover yourself in shit, and you'll be all right. So yeah, try for, it. for everything. Just for everything. Yeah. Yeah. In general, yeah. hungry. Yeah. I mean, Bear Grylls also, I think, went to Eton. So you know, there is that. I think. Yeah. <laughs> what if he learnt it there? You know, Bear Grylls like, has also been caught out like on set in the jungle eating blueberry muffins and staying over at a hotel so as yeah, he no. <laughs> yeah. yeah but he's covered in shit while he does <laughs> yeah, it yeah obviously yeah obviously just uh, yeah just walking in there blueberry um, so right how do you think i got the muffins guys because i'm covered in shit <laughs> <laughs> it didn't see me please sir you need to leave the lobby <laughs> <laughs> but i'm finishing my blueberry muffin i found and, a drake uh, it's right here and now i'm gonna shove my hand up his ass and then cover it in shit. Myself, I mean. That's what you do when you're stuck in the jungle. Gordon yeah, yeah, why is Gordon Ramsay yeah, now yeah, like yeah, covering yeah, himself yeah, in shit? Boy, Quick, yeah. chef, the dessert's gonna be out. I'm gonna put my hand up this <laughs> Drake's boy, yeah. ass and get dessert, big boy. <laughs> 
Unbelievable. Uh, how, how does it feel to finally set foot in Kibwe for everyone? Because this is, trying to think in terms of time, this is probably the, it's probably about the longest time that the Danger Club have been out of oh, this far from civilization. You know, you had a lot of time on the boat with Gumbo, but you were kind of stopping off in towns and things as, as you went through that. But you've been, since leaving Quantium, you have walked through the desert for about two weeks. Uh, then you hiked through the mountains. Then you've hiked through jungle. You've been sweated. You've been bitten. You've been attacked. Um, Fulton has covered himself in all manner of things. Um, Fulton has, has both shed layers and gained layers over this journey. Um, and finally, you're setting foot in actual civilization again. I think that uh, my advice to any party wanting to make the same journey would be uh, take a boat. Uh, that'd probably be the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That desert, the jungle, just just take just a boat, boat yeah. it. Just take a boat. Yeah. So I'm excited for the foreboding of the disease thing that's going around in the that they we were told mm -hmm. at the beginning. Uh, so I'm sure that's not going to creep up at all. Oh, no, that's but, no, no, have well, nothing no. to do with anything. And, and, and also, you are you are Fulton is the most hygienic person <laughs> yeah. we know. Uh, yeah. You know, smearing himself liberally with any any sort of any sort of. I mean, effluent. And and those those layers that came on and off, none of them were character shit. That's the most important thing. It was all actual <laughs> shit. It was just Drake shit. <laughs> it was just it was just character shit. Yeah, no yeah. character shit. <laughs> all Drake so shit. Um, imagine, imagine Fulton's still badly sunburned because you never. we haven't really had that long since you cooked yourself in the desert. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he probably looks terrible. Your yeah, he probably foreboding does. Do doesn't matter if you forebode it or not. If it, as we get presented with the disease, uh, Fulton will approach it with his mouth fully open, ingesting the thing straight away at first glance. It doesn't matter what we or anybody else does. Um... <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know, I mean, the journey here is, I think Caragor has been like kind of enjoying it. Um, you know, trekking, camping, that kind of stuff, wilderness, all fresh air, that kind of shit. Caragor has been liking it. It's been hard, but it's, it's been, I think it's been, it's been a fair. weird journey. We've come across weird plants that wanted yeah. us to eat them and. Yeah. We, did, we definitely we definitely glamped a bit as well. We had a seventies yeah. disco party, a cabin yeah. that we could put up anywhere we wanted. I mean, yeah. that is the that middle class dream. Mm -hmm. Just like, poof, there you go, yeah. luxury cabin. We're gonna find Borash and kill him, right? Yeah. yeah oh yeah, that's our dead. that's our plan. <laughs> <laughs> He's a dead nut. <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, I do wonder what happened to that caravan. Yeah, because it just well, disappeared. Well, we'll, it? we'll hopefully find out. But I think yeah, we need a rest. Come the quest, though, hasn't right? it? Yeah, let's yeah. have a rest and a wash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah, why are you, the, uh, the you so big about? The shard has been put aside. It's now kill Bora. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, the shards are oh, second. Oh yeah, the shards. Yeah. God, I forgot about that. Oh, of course, yeah. Kill the Bora. The world. Well, as as maybe we transition from Caragor's world of the wilderness to Velda's world of potential comfort uh, and city, um, we pick up with the Danger Club Rude. walking into um, into Kibwe itself. Um, and uh, and approaching a, uh, uh, it's called the Road's Gentle End. You can see some signs put it up. Sounds like so a funeral home. Like who named a tavern that way? <laughs> the Road's Gentle I, End. I, yes. I, really, I like the sound of it. Okay, it sounds like a cozy novel to me, and that is what I would like right now. Okay, so it, what do you mean it's like a cozy novel about what a group of old octogenarians <laughs> solving some sort of ridiculous murder? Exactly, exactly that. Yeah. Oh. Okay, and non-threatening and cozy. Okay. 
But I'll be keeping a close eye on their ovens, and if they're too big, I tell you what, we're staying somewhere else because this place I don't know. Is it just name. is it just full of old people? Is this uh, is just going to be loads of old people in there? To retire and give way. Just we serve cabbage, and uh, you can sit here and just watch this one minstrel do the same thing again. Do you again, serve again. greasy cabbage? Obviously, do you serve any greasy, greasy lettuce? Greasy lettuce. Want <laughs> some greasy lettuce? Carrigal's uh, scowling a little bit at what Velda says and has a think to himself. He tries to remember if he's ever fought something called an octogenarian. Looks at, the, <laughs> looks at his little list of monsters that he's fought. <laughs> I don't believe you have. It's a, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's a squid with eight old people. <laughs> I put it on the list next <laughs> to the vending machine. Dan, um, <laughs> you yes. said, I think you briefly said uh, at the end of the last episode, but could you just describe the sort of like buildings? Did you say they were like mu- half mud, did you say? I can, yes. So there's a um, there's a lot of mud brick buildings in this part of the city. But when I say mud brick, they're not like yeah, little yeah, yeah. mud shacks. Like these are, this is kind of really huge um, structures, a lot of them, a lot of really big buildings. Uh, the difference is you can't see sort of lines in them where the, where the bricks intersect. So it's very sort of smooth walls. Um, the uh, the actual the rose gentle end is in is interesting because it kind of rises up on a on a small hill uh, from the rest of the city with people moving around it and it is built in the Talden style so it's built in a very kind of northern style um, kind of imagine a kind of I guess I don't want to say colonial fashion but it is that kind of fashion you know it's that kind of sloping roofs um, and uh, and pillars and things painted white some of the white flaking off from the heat. Um, the city is busy now you're in there. There are a lot of people and you're immediately struck by the um, by the diversity of the people that are here. There are a lot of humans, but you also see quite a few elves moving around. Most of them have uh, white painted markings on their faces and their, um, their hair is dreadlocked back. Um, there are also other non-humans. You see a real selection of... Uh, of different people move around. In fact, uh, Fulton, as you're kind of stepping forward, you bump into uh, you bump into a, a large creature, and a uh, a twelve foot tall giant turns round and just uh, and looks down at you, uh, and just goes, "Oh, hey there, little man. Hello. Where are you going? I was just going to the the retirement home on the <laughs> end of the way there, whatever it's called. Oh. What's your name?" Ooh. My name is Jiri. Jiri? Jiri. Nice to meet you. Oh, he puts up his you hand. Are so, you are so small. He kind of pats you on your head. Hey. <laughs> um, he goes, he turns to the other, he turns to the other giant and he goes, But uh, look, look at the little baby. <laughs> and he just kind of pats it. Um, the other giant comes over and goes, It is not a baby, Jiri. It is a dwarf. Why do you always do this? <laughs> not all... Not all small things are babies. You Oh no, he is a baby. It's He's definitely a baby. A baby. Yeah. I, you would you like to oh. be my mum? <laughs> <laughs> the dwarf, the uh, the giant claps its hands and says, "Yes." <laughs> he picks Fulton up. All right. Yes. See you later, Danger Club. Please may I keep it? <laughs> See ya. This is where we part ways. Bye. <laughs> They're all letting this happen. <laughs> yes. Yes. He'll be back. Yeah, be- <laughs> yeah, you know where we're staying. Enjoy your adventure. Bye, Fulton. You know what? He left us a while ago to go like after a brother. Now he's left us now to go after a mum. I think Fulton's got some deep-seated family issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only just worked that out. Good God. Uh, yes, uh, don't listen to anything he says. And when you're done with him, just pop him back at the retirement home on the hill. <laughs> he's a bit smelly. 
If you ever uh, need to get rid of him, just mention yes. a S-P-I-D-E-R in his bed. Yes. <laughs> and yes, you do need to change him. He, uh, <laughs> the giant gives Fulton a sniff and goes, Ooh, someone's done a stinky. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to have to change you. The other giant is like, seriously, are we... Are we doing this? This is this is so embarrassing. Are we? Hey, we're gonna play this out all the way, Mister. <laughs> so <Man>. away. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, Shania sighs and walks into the into the inn um, with uh, her two monkeys and Jam Jam. Yes, Velda, uh, Velda follows, muttering about like, well, why would you put a retirement home with on a hill? I mean, this accessibility problems. Terrible follows by muttering, um, Velda, did you notice that uh, Shana's just taken Jam Jam from you? Isn't Jam Jam? I thought Jam Jam was your charge. I thought you were no, involved. no. There was this brief moment where Jam Jam sort of attached himself to me, and then he decided against it. He's now he's now with Shana. I don't really mind. I've already got Jin. And that's quite enough. I, yeah, but I, I think you know some, something about the you and Jam Jam dynamic works a little bit better. No, yeah, well, I'm not really fussed. <laughs> I'm still a bit confused about where why he's here. Uh, I could forget about him, to be honest. Yeah, so do I. Weird that. <laughs> strange, yeah. strange, strange, strange. Yeah. strange. Mm. Are you coming, Sh- Baba? Now has a full adventuring party. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of lost things, things yep. vying for her attention yeah. and failing most of the time. <laughs> oh, oh, let's name the monkey. Um, uh, let's yeah. name the monkey that Philippe's got. Oh, is, is the monkey still here? Well, yeah, yeah the, monkey's yes, the, monkey, the monkey. The monkey is on Philippe's shoulder. We're inside. Oh, have you guys come inside? You've come inside. <laughs> we can call him have you Flop. Us? Yeah, let's come name him after let's the name nice Flop. farmer we met. Yeah, of what? Ollie. Oh well, I mean, we could do that. I was going to call him Philip. No, no, Philippe. <laughs> No, 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 yeah, no I've already got Flop. Philippe, so I was going to call him Flop. Philip. Yeah, not a good name. Philip, Philippe Wait, and Philip. I don't think it would be Phil- confusing. Phil- Philop. Yes, Philippe and Flop. Uh, <laughs> yep, that's the one. That's the <laughs> All right, name. okay, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, okay, good. Philippe and Flop, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I'm with you, this is good, okay. Jam Jam. <laughs> this We're is so Philop. stupid. <laughs> I was just like, come on, guys. Philippe and Philop. <laughs> Philippe okay, Lop. Philippe, you, this Philop is now you are in charge. Okay, okay, it's your responsibility. Okay, anything happens to Philop, I w- I would be so angry with you. Okay, nothing bad is to happen to him. Okay, Philop, I honestly didn't you think look after Jam Jam. Okay, look after Jam Jam. Jam Jam, you look after Philippe. Okay. And that's how it goes, I, and I, I will fuck off and do I, I, right. okay? I like the way, uh, I, d- I didn't realise I'd derive so much pleasure at hearing, should I say, flop, it's uh, wonderful. <laughs> but also I like the way she's already assigned them all to look after each other so she doesn't have to do anything <laughs> in their upkeep. It's I mean, that's, remarkable. I mean, they're, they're, they're old people, you know. Uh, I don't want to get in the, in the way. Um, but of course, if I need them, then they will come running. Isn't that right, boys? And they all nod. Do, do they <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. That's yeah, your call do. to make. Philop <laughs> <Yeah. no>, <laughs> nods. Um, Philippe is looking at Philop like Garfield looks at Nermal. Um, like, um, and Jam Jam is just kind of sitting there in his robes, just saying, "I can use. I would use my magical powers to support us. I am an oracle now." <laughs> My curse is putting up with your bullshit. Dan, did you say it was a black capuchin? The sort of little capuchin monkey? Yes. Did you know, I, we used to have one of those growing up. What? As a, as a, what? As a, really? 
Yeah. Are you uh, serious? Now, this isn't nearly as bad as you think. So uh, my dad used to run a, a garden shop, of his own garden shop. And for a while he thought he'd branch off into pets. And uh, we're talking about like decades ago, this was in the 60s when you could do things like this. But he bought one of those uh, black capuchins to sell. And uh, he had a gammy leg. He was sort of lame. And so dad just sort of kept him and built him this wonderful big sort of cage. And he spin the shop and then when he closed the shop he brought him back home and dad built a massive cage in the garden for him nice and uh, he lived they're only supposed to live about 12 years or something like that and joe was 26 when he died wow. so he was wow. a very well looked after little monkey and he was yeah we used to have a monkey did he have a little nappy or not? No, 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 he didn't have a little nappy although he did uh, one of dad's old army jumpers used to put him inside the heated bit where he slept and Joe used to crawl into the bottom and put his head out. His tiny monkey put his head out the top where the neck is and just sort of sleep all sort of cut. <laughs> he, used to, he used to hold your finger and stuff like that. So, yeah, Drum, no yeah. pressure. If anything happens to this uh, Capuchin monkey now, then you will destroy James's youth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is now, now going to be a trigger for you, isn't it? Fuck. Okay, all right. No <laughs> worries. Right. Oh no worries. God. That's a lovely so, little story. It is. Thanks, yeah, James. Yeah, lovely Bless story. Him. I like yeah, that. Yeah, no one, so no how, how long did your uh, how long did your monkey live till James? Till twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. Twenty six. And what's the average life expectancy normally of a capuchin? Eleven. I think it's about it's about 11. fourteen years. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah about, about the same as a dog, 11. sort of thing. About the same as a dog. Okay. Good luck. Phil lot. It's, yeah. um, it's fourteen <laughs> years normally, but it's uh, three rounds of combat with fourteen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's about two yeah. days uh, of entering. So yeah. Oh my goodness! Okay, so you arrive in the uh, in the road's gentle end. It is a, a large complex. You can see there are some stables set out. Uh, there are lots, of, a couple of bunk houses uh, within the walls of it as well. Uh, and you're able to look out and see a lot of the city from where you are. Um, it stretches away. It's a big city. There's a lot of um, not a lot of very tall buildings, but a, a lot of smaller buildings. And you can see the different neighbourhoods look kind of quite distinct in the middle of the city you can see everything is very colorful it seems to be all covered in um lots of uh, blankets and uh, and hides and things like that uh, it seems to be a large sort of covered semi-permanent area uh, over to other sides you can see um a very well tended area that seems to be mostly kind of wooden huts mostly on stilts to keep them out of the rain uh, and then over to your right if you look over to the kind of the the eastern side of the city uh, it's a lot more permanent buildings a lot more stone buildings and you can see one neighborhood where there are a lot of brass piping a lot of brass piping moving around it uh, that looks quite new uh, and beyond that there are, are more uh, there are lots more houses uh, stretching away so this is a big town and, and notably around it you can see in different places you can see these uh, these statues on pillars that you noticed when you arrived they seem to be dotted around the city there are quite a few of them all around you can see them rising up above the uh, the uh, the roofs so you head into the roads gentle end um, and a, a couple of moments later uh, Fulton rejoins you uh, wearing a nappy over the rest <laughs> of his armor um, the uh, the giants finally <laughs> the the parental giant was finally talked out of it by its incredibly embarrassed um, companion, but not before it managed to get a nappy on you, uh, and they let you run free. Um, Jiri calling after, I'll never forget you, baby. Hey, see you later, mama. Did I get <laughs> washed by her at least? Uh, no, oh. no, he does a terrible parent. Um, have you have uh, you messed your nappy already? <laughs> Not yet, no. <laughs> <laughs> Come 
Um, um, so Shin- Shania goes up to the to the front desk or, or whatever they have there. Um, it's a, it's a tam- it's a bar it's really. A bar, so right. there's, uh, there's lots of people <laughs> sat it's around. Literally, literally a tiny bell. It's because he said like colonial with like columns and stuff. I I immediately thought, oh, it's like a hotel. Um, no, <laughs> <Your concierge. laughs> all right. <laughs> but there's someone for that. Having a gin and tonic. Anyway, yeah. So she goes up and says, uh, "Yeah, hello. Um, uh, who is in charge of the rooms here?" Um, there is a uh, there is a Mwangi man uh, stood behind the bar. He is um, uh, he's talking to a couple of other customers, which he sort of finishes serving them some food, um, and then sees uh, sees you calling over. Uh, and then he ca- he kind of looks at you all, um, and then he turns and goes back and starts um, uh, and just starts sorting through some papers uh, and starts tidying up some things. Um, kind of so he has not come over here. No, he kind of he looks at like he definitely looks at you as you call to him, and then he just turns his back on you and carries on doing something else. Right, Shania walks over to where he's doing the stuff. Hello, excuse me. Um, we are looking for rooms. He turns around and looks at. He turns around and just looks at you up and down for a moment and goes, "We're full," uh, and then goes back to uh, get, turns his back on you again and goes back to his work. Really, we were told that some of the best rooms uh, in the town is our is our gold no good here. Yeah. He looks. He he turns. Um, thinks for a moment. And says, no rooms for the likes of you. And, uh, for the likes of what? The likes of me? And uh, he turned, he says, our rooms are for humans. Why? Why are your rooms for humans? He, uh, he says, the rooms for non-humans are full. You will have to stay somewhere else. Stay outside of the city. What? <clears throat> oh Excuse me, uh, are you telling me that uh, I cannot stay in the same room as a human? Are you, yeah. t- are you saying this now? There is a, uh, is a, a figure kind of approaches along from, uh, from the bar and you see a, uh, you see a Talden um, gentleman um, dressed, in, uh, dressed in linens. Um, he's got a white beard uh, and a kind of droopy white moustache. Um, he's an older man, like in his sixties. Um, heavily, um, heavily suntanned, with a broad hat on. He's like, uh, he says, "Addis, now, Addis, I will tell Shem about this. You have got rooms. You uh, try this again. I won't bless your wine. Uh, you understand? That's what I'm here for." For a hot second there, I thought Ed Johnson had just taken over. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds nothing like Ed Johnson. I'm we in um, the man looks for a moment and then um, uh, bites his lip and then um, and then nods. Um, he says, "Rooms are a gold piece a night. Food is yeah, I, I would like uh, I would like a large room, please, uh, with two beds, okay, and maybe a cot, okay." He kind of. He nods and then uh, goes and gets the ledger and starts filling out what you need. The um, uh, the man, the man who came over to join you, just kind of shrugs and says, "Don't mind him. He's one of Batsulan's people. They're all a bit riled up at the moment. 
What? What? Why? What? what does this mean? Oh, of course. Um, Battleline, he's this, um, he's this cleric, um, preacher. He's been, uh, he's been preaching about uh, non-humans in Kibwe. Says that uh, there's, uh, they are causing, says that they've brought problems with them into the town. Says that the, uh, the sickness that some people have been experiencing has been brought in by non-humans. Don't understand it myself. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it sounds a bit stupid, to be honest. Oh, you find the same sort of uh, nonsense in, in many cities across the world, don't worry. Do ya? Yes, yes. Short-sightedness. Um, yeah. Although, uh, to be honest, I mean, you know, people coming into cities from abroad, you know, it does, uh, does uh, increase the risk of, of, of illness, of course, but uh, it's no excuse for that sort of behaviour. Absolutely. No, not at all. He'd, he'd oh. be thrown out on his ear if, uh, if Shem finds out about it, I can tell you that. Who's Shem, Shem the owner? Who is Shem owns the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. Good old uh, Shem. And Go you are Major Ruffles, Wendell Ruffles, Talden Expeditionary Army. Good to meet you. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yes. Um, uh, wh- what are you saying about your blessed divine? What is this? I'm a priest. Um, I'm retired from the army, of course. Far too old to be doing that kind of thing traipsing all over the world, getting into wars that you don't want to get into. No, I I've, uh, I joined the priesthood. I'm a priest of Caden Kalian. Uh-huh. Is it... Caden <laughs> Kalian? Yes. Yes! Oh, you're not, are you? Yeah, mate! Oh, well, we must drink... I'm all drink- about that, Caden Kalian. Oh, well, we must drink together. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, let me get let me get you some of the good stuff. He uh, he leans oh, over good stuff. Um, the you bar see, and uh, you see you lot. I'm gonna sort you out. Sorry, mate. Uh, the the uh, the Addis, the uh, the person who wouldn't serve you, kind of take motions forward, um, and then uh, you see another woman, a Wangi woman, come down uh, and just kind of look um, at what's look at uh, what's going on. Um, Major Ruffles kind of calls up and goes, "Shem, I'm getting some of the good stuff. It's for blessing." Um, she kind of rolls her eyes um, and uh, says to Ollie, Welcome to the world's dro- gentle end. The road's gentle end. Not the world's gentle end. That's terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the level 20 pub, isn't it? The yeah, right. Yeah. End. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the crematorium around the corner. Um, <laughs> part of the Cornetto trilogy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, oh, well, uh, nice. So you've made a, a clergy friend there, Bubba. Uh, you got something in common. Um, is he still in earshot, Major Ruffles? Major Ruffles, yeah, oh yeah. He's he he retrieves a bottle of wine from behind the thing and uh, and pours it out and then counts out some coins and puts them on the counter and just kind of gives a thumbs up to uh, to Shen. Um, excuse me, Mister Major Ruffles, sir. Um, do you say the Taldori Expeditionary Army? Yes, but a long time ago. Did they come all the way out here then? The Army of Exploration did, not during my time, it was hundreds of years ago that they, uh, they came out here. A uh, long, long time ago. Worst mistake Taldor ever made. They said it was the, uh, they came out trying to explore the Expanse. Came through here, stopped off in Kibwe, never came back. Uh, they all say that that pre- uh, predated the fall of Taldor, a lot of people say. Uh, you know, the, the, um... The, the, the world breaker, the big cannon they brought with them, still out there somewhere. Never came back from the jungle. Dastardly business. Trying to march an army in here, never going to achieve anything. Oh, 
So there's no remnants of the Taldoria Expeditionary Army kicking around now. Oh no, no, it wouldn't be. There's only only old, only old bones and old fossils like me, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Big kind of world breaker. There's a world breaker just out in the jungle, is there? Mm, somewhere there. Demons probably got it though. Demons mm. in the jungle. Demons in the Demons ju- in a jungle. <laughs> Demons in a jungle. But Dangerlings, we were all trying to get that in. <laughs> we were just like, <laughs> and Scott B is all to it. Oh, Major Ruffles has, does a little dance to it as well. Uh, a few <laughs> yeah. of the other patrons join in. The uh, uh, Shem comes and takes the uh, takes the book from Addis uh, and sends him away. Um, and comes over and joins us. Says, "I hope that he wasn't causing you any problems." Uh, he uh, was. Nah, he's all right. Oh, you are just very sm- just just small problems. It's fine. Um, so it's all uh, sorted now, though, isn't it? Uh, so yeah, do you do you have? Um, I've requested a large room uh, so that there's room for me and my monkeys. Um, uh, so uh, <laughs> uh, two large beds uh, and a cot. I think is probably. Do you have this? Uh, we have like, um, we have different qualities of rooms. If you want just the basic room, or if you want a, uh, um, or if you want a larger room, uh, I will have a larger room, please. Thank you. Uh, that is uh, that is thirty gold pieces per week. We rent by the week here. Okay, that's fine. I will take it. Are we definitely going to be here for a week? I don't know. Well, we have. Well, we've I got guess to, we, are, we do we? have some business Probably. to conduct. Oh yeah, we have. Yeah, we got loads to do. Yeah, yeah, cool. I would I like am, okay. a large room as well, please. Very well. Um, so it's a large room. It's thirty gold. If anyone just wants the basic room, it's a, it's one gold a week. Uh, I am. I'll, I'll uh, take a not, basic room. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not one for luxuries and things like that. I've been outside for a while, and as long as it's got a window, I can see outside, and it's a bit of room, so I can do my morning stretches and squats. Then I'll take a basic, please. Actually, I looked at my gold pouch and I only... <laughs> I was waiting for it, mate. Honestly, I was I waiting for it. I was yeah. like, I've only got about 100 yeah. gold pieces. What's Ross talking about? But fine. I realise I've only got 26 gold pieces on me, so I'll have the basic, please. Finally. It's been 130 <laughs> episodes and yeah. finally it's come oh, back to you. Amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, I just have a basic. That's fine for me, mate. As long as I can sit down playing my old banjolelos, I'll be all right. That covers your food. It, it, from a mechanical point of view, you don't literally hand over. I mean, cross it off now, but you don't. You don't literally hand over sure. this just for the uh, the money. But this is how much it will cost you to subsist uh, to that standard uh, in the town uh, for a week while you are here. So Shania will Great. be living at a, a much fine one. So all. So throughout this, your meals are basically covered while you're here for the next week. Um, be for one gold, is there any, one gold piece. Is there any difference nice. in, in the quality of food for the basic or the large? Oh yes, you get much better. You get much better food if you. Uh... Oh yes, the the the, the, uh, the fine rooms are fully catered. Um... Ah, we said the food was included in all the rooms. Well, food is included in all of the rooms, but. Um... Oh, I see. What what's the what 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 do we get? <laughs> <laughs> get some gruel through the menu. I just, I'm just worried now because it's like there's such a massive price difference. It's like yes, there you go. There's a tiny bit of dry bread. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, good. No, the uh, the food is the food is of decent quality. Um, it is not kind of poor. But yes, yeah, Shania will be eating better. Um, for that is cool. also the the thirty also includes that like Shania is just spending more while she's out, which makes sense because she has four people with her, so she kind yeah. of needs yeah. to like supply them with stuff. Yeah, that's right. So is yeah. there a, is there a meal? It. 
like it's around dinner time now, isn't it? We we sh- should be around sort of like. Hey, is the meal? Night. Do we get a meal now? Yes, we can bring you some food if you would like to oh, have a seat. That, we'll, uh, what what uh, what's on the menu today, what's boys? What's a local delicacy? <laughs> what are we getting? Um, <laughs> uh, today is a we have a um, uh, we have a soup we with made with spices, tomatoes, and okra, um, and that is served with a uh, with a cassava bread. Mm, cassava bread that sounds amazing. Yeah. Well I tell you what, that beats the egg, tomato, and whiskey we had back in uh, Kermarnock. You know, <laughs> it like, really does. Right. Oh, that I was like the egg, tomato, and whiskey. Egg it has sort of whiskey, no, curious piquants. Do you remember that place eggs. we stayed in? We had a roasted spider. <laughs> do you remember in, in, in Quantium where they only exclusively refused to give us anything else apart from dried fruit on a constant just, basis? Yeah, just dates <laughs> yes. and cranberries. I'm, I'm still not regular as I used to be <laughs> after that. Just liquid, gummed it up. Yeah. Liquid. Uh, yeah. the, uh, she, yeah. she nods and says, are oh, you... You only ate in the tourist restaurants in Quantium, then, did you? <laughs> we, I could have told you, never go anywhere with pictures of food on the menu. It's all dried fruit. <laughs> That's where we went wrong. Yeah. Um, as we just as we get our soups with the cassava bread, uh, and Shania probably gets like a massive feast or whatever, I just sort of shuffle up across the table to Shania and go, hey, um, uh, well done. What? Well done? Yeah? Yeah, that... Um, that, that tender was quite mean to you and said some awful things and you, I didn't see you go for your weapons once and I know you got angry but you didn't necessarily go to murder anyone you, well, I believe you, you from what you said before when, when we were talking and yeah. uh, looks like you mean it and that's impressive oh, uh, uh, thank you Cargo it's uh, very nice of you I, 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 I did mean it I was uh, uh, I'm, I'm very serious about this um, this leaf that I'm turning over you know I'm trying to uh, give out the less aggression um, so you know I can yeah. see that yeah I can see that and um, I'm impressed by it and and I, I believe you and you are inspiring to me so uh, Caragor gets out his weapons um, gets out the two Kukri gets out the Rancior um, and uh, puts them all on the table and goes so I'm gonna get rid of these what what, what, uh, what the fuck you're, you're, you've impressed me and I believe in you and you're right um, I'm going to exchange these for something completely different while we're in Kibwe I'm going to find a weaponsmith I'm going to get a whole bunch of new weapons that aren't designed di- primarily to kill people I'll get some subduing weapons instead whoa are you serious about this? yeah I've been practicing with that net as well on Fulton which is good of him because it gives me a nice little run around nice little <laughs> target um, I'm going to use the net a bit more um, and get some different weapons. I mean, it'd be nice if they were magical, but I sincerely doubt I mean, it. It'd be uh, magical. You know, you know, I've, I've, I'm not asking you to do this in any way. If, if, no, just, if you were, if you were asking me to do it, I wouldn't do it. But I'm, I'm yeah. doing it to back you, and oh. and I think you're right. You know, well, we can cause a lot of death, and 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 life sometimes is more important. And we ate a bunch of talking Gorans, and something clicked. Yeah. Oh, this is most wonderful. You are, uh, you are always surprising me, Caragor. I am very surprised. Okay. And then Caragor leans forward and like puts a massive elbow on the table and goes, Besides, it's more like a warrior to be able to defeat your opponent without killing him. Killing's easy. Killing's easy. It's cheap. All right. Spilling blood and that. But defeating your enemy without without killing him, just disabling them and then leaving them alive. That, that's more like a warrior. Right. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Maybe you come to the big room later huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh 
Philippe is immediately reaching across the table for one of the cookeries. Uh, no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> what? You've got claws. You're more lethal than me. I'm pretty sure you're higher up on the justifiable homicide tracker than I am. <laughs> uh, Philippe looks down sadly, for he does not have a Patreon subscription and doesn't know his own stats for a Philippe offers to share his Patreon subscription. Philippe declines angrily. Um, <laughs> so you, uh, uh, so you have some food. Um, you are shown to your room. Uh, Major Ruffle stays and has some food with you. The food is good. It's uh, it, it's quite spicy and uh, nutritious. The bread is very starchy and kind of um, like when it arrives, it looks like a sort of a, a little lump of dough, um, and it just sort of tears quite stretchy when it tears. Um, but yeah, it's starchy and uh, and soaks up the soup really well, um, and you you feel well fed for the first time in a while. Um, Major uh, Ruffles Dan. kind of sat and says, "Yes, Fulton." Just before we go upstairs to look at the rooms, um, I go to the bar and I order one more drink um, from the guy. I can't remember his name. Um, uh, I go, can I have another drink, please? Specifically going for Addis, the guy who wouldn't serve yeah. before. Um, yeah. Addis kind of looks at you and then looks over and sees Shem is still there. Uh, and just goes, what do you want? Ale, please. Yeah, he turns and goes down to the, uh, um, finds a barrel and comes back out and plonks an ale down on the uh, counter in front of you. I slide the, the gold piece towards him and then I hurl the drink in his face and I go, you're a dickhead. Oh, <laughs> oh no. He immediately, like, he launches himself over the, uh, uh, over the counter and Shem just comes running and grabs him around the waist and just kind of pulls him back. Um, Thank you. Night, night. <laughs> she goes. Caragor uh, gets up and goes. Fulton, what do you think you're doing? He's a dick. Not f- you've you got a drink, and you didn't even pay for it. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, no, I Cautious. did. I slid it across the thing. Oh, did you? Aye. My bad. And then he looks back across at the tender and goes. Doesn't seem to be anything else wrong here. And then sits back down with the danger club. Shem <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um, just goes, kind of, having kind of settled him and sent Addis to the back, eventually Xana comes over and says, We are a peaceful establishment here. I trust we're not going to have any um, any more problems like that. No, yeah. no. 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 There will be no more trouble for that. And, and take our apologies. That was, uh, it, it might have been necessary in some circumstances, but um, yeah, that must have been a bit annoying for you. Uh, that won't happen again. And I will make sure that uh, you are not treated rudely again. Thank you Thank very much. You. Thank you. That would be welcome. Most appreciated. The uh, ruffles kind of shrugs and says, This is a mixed bunch, really, Kibway. Um, most people here are really friendly. It's only uh, it's only in recent weeks that there's been any kind of trouble. Um, I mean, there's a lot of tension anyway. It's a big city. It's very full. Uh, a lot of different sort of people. There's always going to be tensions with that. But uh, uh, specifically recently, it seems to have gotten people riled. Anyway, I'm rambling. I'm no, no, it's fine. <laughs> like, the more chickens you put in your coop, the more, you know, the fox is going to go mental. That, you know what I mean? That's hey. my favourite passage from the book of King <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, mine too I love the psalm about the mental foxes 
yeah, and the wine is most delicious. Thank you so much. This wine is divine. Oh. That's what they call it, the divine wine. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's actually quite nice. Oh, I've had better. Um, Fulton, <laughs> I too am proud of you as well. Well, Shania, I know she doesn't need my help. Uh, she can fend for herself, but she's my friend, and he was a dick. Uh, yep. I'm not going to do anything more about it. I nope. just thought I'd show him that that was wrong. I am both proud of you for doing it in the first place, and I am proud of you for not putting your thumbs in his eyes <laughs> afterwards. Hey. Well, we're all growing so much, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> Shania goes to get in a big group hug with everyone. I'm 13. <laughs> I just take the wine away from Bubba and then give a group hug. No, no, I'm an adult. I'm an adult in Tengu years. Give me the wine back. Stop saying you're 13 then. Say it in Tengu years. Well, I am 13. And what's it? What's that in Tengu years? Give me the wine back, please. Uh, give me uh, give me half of your answer first, and I'll give you half the wine. Uh, it doesn't work like that. I'm an adult, yeah? I'm an How adult. How many years old are you in Tengu years? Look, in Tengu years, you can drink when you're nine. It's fine. <laughs> That's weird. <laughs> Why is it? It's weird because you're you're not a Tengu, so you don't understand. Your bo- bo- your, is your body fully developed at that point? Karagor, can I have my wine back, please? <laughs> Bubba, how old are you, please? I'm 13. That's not better. It's like being 35 when you're a, you know, a human, or it's like being 216 when you're a drow. It's like that. This is a fine answer and I accept it. Here's your wine. You can have another. <laughs> Next year, I'll be 14. <laughs> oh, oh, flashback to like young but nine-year-old Bubba and his father's just like, would you like to try some wine, Bubba? He's like, oh, please, Dad. His father's just like... <laughs> <laughs> well, how do you read my backstory, Dan? Um, oh, oh, <laughs> anyway, we'll get into that later. <laughs> In which case, For the imagery, it was much better of a gag, yeah. yeah you <laughs> see what I did there with a the gag? Parents anyway. might not have known. They're just like... I mean, he looked oh, yeah. Just give him a drink. Give him a drink. Yeah. Those two elves were like... Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Is this how they do it? Really committed parents. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's his culture. Yeah. <laughs> We must, we must respect his culture. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most respectful noise, isn't it? <laughs> respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh my goodness. Um, so we're anyone... still in the, ta- in the tavern. We're in a we're tavern. In the we're in, it's a tavern episode. We're all, should we all get a bed? Retirement home. Uh, uh, what yeah. do you? Um, so what? What are you? What are you looking for here in Kibwe? Uh, we're looking for well, a man named Barash. Can't remember. Borash. 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 Yeah. Borash. He, he abandoned us in the in the desert with no a, name. He's a um, he's a big uh, hairy hyena-like man who has been since traveling through a leafy jungle. You could say he was a grassy knoll. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let me a knoll from the plains. Shut up, just say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> Um, well, I've, I mean, there's a lot of gnolls in Kibwe. Um, they, a lot of them living in the mountains. They they often come down here, so there's quite a big community of them. Um, what where, where do we find the community of gnolls? Whereabouts are they? Oh, they're spread around everywhere. Everyone kind of, everyone kind of lives 
peacefully side by side. Everyone lives sort of beside each other, except for the um, uh, the the Akuji, the elves. They they've got their own. They live in White Marks. They've got their own uh, little community there. Um, and that that weird that weird giant who thinks everyone's a baby because no one wants to live <laughs> near them just keeps keeps yeah. trying to adopt people. Hey, so, that's my so, mum. <laughs> So are you you trying to say that our, our quest for this this fellow is uh, null and void? Fucking <laughs> hell! <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, I I I might be able to help you. Um, I mean, what what do you know James about? James just did a finger slap yeah. to celebrate that part. <laughs> yeah, man, because <laughs> it got the reaction I wanted. Oh. <laughs> I hope at home you're listening and you did the same. Carol has been rubbing his head with his uh, elbow on the table and goes, hang, hang on, hang on, there was something a lot more important that we can do. Nope, there is something was, a lot no, more important. No, no, we're not I just here to find this nut. It's drastically more it, important. It the null is kind of like a side quest, if you like. We're going to find him, we're going to settle the score, um, and, and like, you know, because he needs a little bit of a slap. But um, we no, really, there's know. a bigger thing. We yeah, need we to need to find some man that knows about, like, Magical Where? items okay. and things. Yeah, that's all. Some some nice magic. Did we have magic a code stuff. name for it? Was it like orange banana or something? No, that was for something else way back. <laughs> I wasn't even here, so that's weird. <laughs> we need to like, write these down. These code names. Well, we're you need to like a, like a library or somebody that okay, knows. Okay, so uh, is is the code uh, Shingle Farts? <laughs> no, no, that's that's a name. That was Shingle a name of something. What about what about what about flip flop? No, that's that character from uh, from those children's stories who comes and steals your dreams, isn't it? <laughs> Shinglefarts. Shinglefarts, yes, yes. And then you've got to you've got to sing him the golden verse. Ah, okay. Shinglefarts, yes, Shinglefarts, Shinglefarts, and the golden verse. Shinglefarts, Shinglefarts. He sounds like it's ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one. Yeah, that's okay, right. good, whimsical. Okay. I could have put. I could have put. I could have put like a hundred quid on you doing a raspberry <laughs> at the end of that song. <laughs> Like I, when you started it, I ch- yeah. <laughs> I, I full well. It says scene at the end of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. his full stop. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's Do it. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, so good, I loved it, man. So, so like somebody in a library or like somebody that knows a lot about stuff here in Kibway. Have you got any pathfinders here? Oh, that yeah. I don't think there's a path. No, there's no pathfinder lodge in Kibway. Okay. Uh, they get around, but there's not really one. Uh, there's not really one around here um, at the moment. There was one, but it's uh, it closed down. I don't think they've gotten around to replacing it. Um, you know what? We find it's that a good quite story. a lot. You know, the Pathfinders had one, and then it got yeah, and closed, then it closed down, down and for and mysterious, sort of, nefarious reasons. Yeah, yeah so they yeah. in some sort of terrible financial distress, or they they just shifty. No, I, I think they're just quite. Bi- I mean, they went through they went through an enormous um, shake up in the last few years. You know, I mean, not, from what I hear, half of them were killed up in the Gravelands. But uh, that's not my business. That's that's thousands of miles away. I'm not going to bother with something like that. It still so, sounds a bit sus. You are. It does sound a bit sus. Um, you're right, Velda. Uh, so you're saying that there is an abandoned Pathfinder Lodge somewhere in the region of Kibware. Um. Well, there w- I mean, there was one. I think it's. Uh, I think it's something else now. I think it's being used. Oh, Starbucks. Another side like quest. A, sounds like a dungeon to me, lads. It's another <sighs> side quest. Put that we on the side there. quest thing. Put on the side quest part. And probably the knoll we're looking for is there, <laughs> and uh, and uh, some sort of magic artificer as well. It'll be. It'll work hey. up. Don't worry. Yeah. Anyway, do you know anyone like knows lots about magic items here in Kibwe? I mean, there, there are a few. Let me have a think. There are a few sort of. Um, 
magic item sellers. Um, there's a scroll vendor. Um, please do not say that it's a branch of Dark Michaels, please. Who's Dark Michael? Oh, good. Oh, thank thank God. God. Okay. That's good. Yeah, it's okay, I mean, guys. I don't know okay. Dark Michael is either. So. Describe, him in, describe him in a very, in a very pithy way. <laughs> uh, he's dark and his name's Michael. Uh, there you go. He's he's sad and he, he he wants company so bad that he's populated a lot of zombies around himself to yes. make him feel less alone. Oh, he smells yeah. as well. He's not bad looking. He was Velda's boyfriend for a while. <laughs> well, we, no, no, we went on one well, date. Dated, but it wasn't, did, we went on one date. It was a good date. date. You had a nice time. It was all right, but he's so broken. But it's quite endearing <laughs> way. But uh, yeah, a lot of no, work. Not we, like his wife. Good God. <laughs> My wife, oh, she, I met his I, wife. Yeah, I met his heaven, wife. She terrified me. Was he still married when he went on a date with you? Mm, I don't know. I don't think they knew. That scandalous bastard, Dark Michael. What? It's all over yeah. the shop, wasn't it? He's the pair of them were infamous bigamist, you know. <laughs> yes. Um, anyway, <laughs> we are not not like scrolls, more like ancient, like kind of like a library or something, like an arcanarium. I mean, I'm I'm sort of done with libraries, but yes, as long as it's a regular library, just a normal library. I know there's a there's a demon library in Quantium, isn't there? Oh yeah. yeah, no, oh, no, yeah, no, 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 yeah, yeah, no, okay. no, we're all right with that. I yeah, so. I can't quite remember. Uh, no. Yes, I just, no. There's a chap. I there's this chap. I think you might be able to. I think might be able to help you out. In the market, there's this fellow. Like I can say he makes scrolls, but he's um, he used to be in the magic trade, so he knows a, a thing or two about uh, certainly about ruins and things around here. He knows the the lay of the land very well. Um, he's a wonderful chap called Ke- Kendi Laughs Long is his name you know, tell him Major Raffle sent you uh, he'll, he'll happily see you he's, uh, he'll be in the cen- he's in Central Market I mean it'll be it'll be closing down by now but he, he opens pretty if you head out there at first light tomorrow you might be able to uh, might be able to catch him Maybe thank you a few answers mm. for you uh, um, do, do you think he'd know where the Pathfinder Lodge used to be <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I would imagine anyone who knows the city would have a, a pretty good idea of where where you could find it. Uh, Splendid. Well, we'll find out exactly where that Pathfinder Lodge is. <laughs> yeah. I think that should be top priority. Going <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. And then Velda. killing Borash. Nothing else. Nothing else will divert us. We'll go right there <laughs> and have a lovely dungeon crawl just <laughs> yeah. off the hoof. Um, yeah, uh, also, there's uh, rumours of a terrible disease going around. Uh, r- rumours. Could you tell us about that? Question mark. <laughs> do you want do you want rumors or do you want droomers, Colton? Huh? Do you want rumors or droomers? Whichever. I think droomers you'll find in the next dungeon we go to, actually. <laughs> oh yes. Do you want to get a nasty case of the droomers? Hey. Oh no, I've had a bit of droomers before. Oh, get get some ointment for that straight away. <laughs> droomers are droomers are a nation near Lake Incarthen, is it? I, I hear it's got a really good off license that sells rooms for sides. God, that was a weird episode that didn't seem to connect to anything else, wasn't it? Anyway, <laughs> it happens when you have a try to have a shopping episode without a quirky shopkeeper already written for it. I'm getting off the topic. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, what was the question? Oh, the sickness. Yes, there's... Uh, apparently, there's a... Um, people have been getting... Uh, people have been getting sick. And... Um, you, nobody seems to know why. Not a lot of people have come to the temple. But I'm usually quite drunk. So often people don't trust me to perform complex medical procedures. Um, 
and that sort of thing. Um, but yes, there, there does seem to be does seem to be a bit of a bug going around. Um, uh, but that's I, a jungle for you. May I ask? Uh, uh, are you in need of help? Is is there is there a pro, is there a lack of medical uh, things happening in this town? Do you need help? I I, I shouldn't think it's anything particularly to be worried about it, it seems to be fairly contained um, right. at the moment um, um, a couple of people have gotten sick with it and uh, the council seem to be looking into it I, I, I can look I can do some asking around if you like ask some of the parishioners well, just, uh, if, if, if there's any you know if there's anybody that is in need of, of help from a medical uh, wouldn't want to call myself a professional but you know I'm a healer so uh, do let me know What's the difference between a, a professional healer and a, uh, an, a, an amateur healer then? I, I don't Life really know. Um, I guess I, I, you know, I kind of <laughs> I, I adventure first and I heal second. Although I'm changing that, you know, so so maybe I will be healing more than than adventuring. But uh, anyway, look, I just I'm just saying I'm just saying if anyone needs my help, I can fucking help. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like the tagline of a great 1950s sort of Doctor spin-off. It's like, adventure first, yeah. Doctor second. <laughs> you got a cold? Yeah, Here's right. some morphine. Now <laughs> 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 well, let's adventure. Well, I, I'm glad. Well, I tell you what, I'm, I better head back to the shrine um, in time for evening prayers. And he makes a kind of little drinky-drinky motion to you. Um, <laughs> but um, we're down on the Walk of Shrines. Feel free to come by any time. Um, and um, I'll, I'll try and do a bit of do a little bit of looking in uh, for you for what's going on here. But yes, go and see go and see Kendi in the morning. Um, maybe he'll be able to help you out with your magic problem. And uh, welcome, I suppose. Welcome to Kibwe. I suppose. Uh, Thank you so much, Major Ravel. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Thank um, you. Yeah. It's lovely uh, meeting just, you. Thanks for the good stuff. Yeah. Cheers, mate. Uh, also, just one thing. We'll go see Kendi laughs long. Um, is there a, do you have like a weaponsmith or a smith or a forge in Kibwe? Is there someone that oh. procures or sells that kind of stuff? Yes, yes, yes. In the central market again, you'll be able to find there's plenty of... Um, they, they mostly get made in the miners' camp, but if you want to buy them, you'll be able to buy them in the uh, in the market. Runesmiths, all that sort of thing. Uh, Lovely. Anything you want up there, down there, really. Um, Cheers, mate. Not a problem. Right, well... Uh, oh! While it's on my mind, I remember, of course, the, um, the sickness that's uh, affecting everybody. Um, I don't know if it's relevant, um, but I was speaking to one of the parishioners, and, um, around here they call it the Slithering. Don't know if that's going to be relevant. And that's where we leave it for tonight. Imagine having, like, a thing that's, like, a bit of a cult, and it isn't that... Everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's a bit of a cult, whatever, and then... What do you want to call it? I'm going to call it the Slithering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, I don't want that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) This week's episode is made possible by our patrons, especially uh, Dangerling of the Week, Steve Gillies. (laughs) Oh, Steve! So, uh, to get your name on the show, uh, just go to patreon.com uh, slash Danger Club Podcast. It's easy, mate. Do it. <laughs>